Hey guys, it's Marge, and you're listening to Hola Bichola, Hola Bichola, Queen of the Rings. Alright everyone, welcome back to the show. We are finally at the penultimate episode. I can't believe we've got this far. I am so excited because things are finally coming together. And man, what an episode. I mean... Well, let's just get right into it, shall we? Okay, so we open up with Galadriel into the dust. Like, okay, you survive that massive explosion. So we're seeing kind of images of like horses on fire. And we're seeing that Galadriel and Theo are the only ones who are not hurt in all of this after that big boom. And they're the ones closest to shall we say, the spirit of Sauron, Sauron, and, you know, we're just trying to make make peace of, like, who survived, and now we're looking for Halbrand, and the wig guy is over here looking for his friend, and we're also looking for Isildur. Did Isildur, Isildur, survive this? And he does. It turns out he actually did survive it. We'll see that in a second. But then we're with the Hardfoots. And the evil that is those alien creatures looking for the giant have arrived. And they just blew half the Hardfoots away. And now we're seeing the giant and he's kind of coming into himself a little bit, I think. And then we move on to the dwarves and the dwarves are trying to save, trying to save the elves with Elrond and the king's like, well, y'all can die as far as I'm concerned. And so King or Prince Durin, my fave, he's kind of like, sorry, I tried, but like daddy said no. So that's all I have for you today. (laughs) (laughs) Not for you, but like for Elrond. And, you know, I feel like the episode actually moves pretty quickly. We're kind of touching base with everyone. We're back at the Shadowlands with Galadriel. And, you know, she manages to make this moment about herself, of course, because it's her pain. She's the only one who's been hurt by Sauron. And you know, suddenly it's all her fault. And now they have to deal because the Shadowlands is covered with ashes and it's all darkness, the orcs can move easily in the daylight. So now they have to worry about orcs in the daylight too. I mean, Galadriel, you really fucked this one up, didn't you? If you're in it, at least blame yourself for all of this, then it's your fault. And then we are kind of touching base with the Harfoots again and then now we're back at the Shadowlands and you know everyone's kind of just like it's all everyone's fault and everyone is dead because everyone is everyone participated in omitting their connection to Sauron or their connection for looking for Sauron in some way because of their own angst towards Sauron is kind of what I'm gathering through all of this and you know 
one of the one of the one of the great scenes that is coming up here is where we have Elrond and the and P Prince Durin, and he's basically saying like, "I'm gonna help you forget what my dad said. I'm gonna help you." And then, well, they get caught stealing, and now both of y'all ain't got no life and ain't got no title. So that's what happens when you get caught stealing. You both end up empty. And you really just, you really just shouldn't have done that, dude. I mean, I know that you were doing it for your friend, but remember, this was the same friend who disappeared for what, two hundred years? In elf years, is the human years is twenty years? I don't know if this is the same equivalent of like dog years to human years. You know, I mean, it's you know what I'm talking about. So, you know, there is so much happening, and still we can't find Isildur. And then they somehow run off to save a burning building and then the wood falls on Isildur and Isildur is allegedly dead. And I feel like Halbrand is still missing. They're still missing. And, you know, why is Halbrand missing? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's and did Isildur really die? I have questions. Did Isildur really, really die? I don't know. What do you think? Hopefully, we'll see him in the next episode. He hopefully he'll just like pop up out of nowhere. Because I just don't think that. You know, what's his name? Celebron, the the Isildur's dad. I just don't think he's deserving of a dead kid. And also, I thought Isildur was going to be a part of, he was like going to be the men who also took the ring and got like consumed by the ring. So he can't die, right? Like he can't die. He's literally part of the story unless naturally they, we've been, there's been many Isildors <laughs> since this Isildur. Um, and that's probably more likely. But in, while all of these things are happening, I can just like sense that the doom and the gloom is coming and it's preying upon us. And then suddenly we are with the ancient aliens and they are putting their magic fire all over the Harfoots is like food that they managed to forage because the giant gave them delicious apples from his magic. And, you know, no good can come from those, you know, creatures who are looking for the giants. And honestly, like, why are they even, like, I just feel like, are they trying to be low? Are they trying not to be found? Do they want the giant to see him? Are they trying to trap him? Is the giant so powerful that he knows that they're there looking for him? Like, I have questions. I have questions, like... Why are they looking for him and why are they being like so coy about it? Well, I mean, not at this point, but you know, throughout the whole season, they've just been like, oh, we're looking for you, but you can't know this. But like, wouldn't he know that you're looking for him? I don't know. I, I don't know the relationship, but I don't know how this works, but hopefully we should find out. And now we're back at the Numenor campsite finally, and it's Theo and Galadriel. And there, uh, Theo is looking for his mom and Arundir because he thinks that they're dead. And Galadriel's like, no, 
I feel like I can sense them. They're still alive. Don't lose hope. Which I thought, you know, was pretty sweet. She could have, you know, could have been a little bit warmer about it. But you know, I guess that's really not her nature. You know, she's still a little dark. Because, you know, she's somewhat touched the darkness when she went into the water in, like, episode two. And it turns out that Arundij survives. And Brownwin, Brownwin, Brown Berlin, Theo's mom, she survived too. So that was pretty rewarding. But they also, the way they survived almost seemed like they weren't even at the campsite when the big dust exploded or the big volcano exploded. So they left without, they were just a little dirty in the face. They had a little mud in the face. And Isildur is still nowhere to be found, so I feel like he might be dead, dead. Which, you know, I I don't want to say like, you know, he wasn't deserving of an experience. He just seemed really lost, and maybe when he died, he died for a cause, and that was maybe to save people, and that felt rewarding enough for him that to kind of have a cause in that way. So I hope when he, I hope if he does, if he does pass away and if he doesn't come back is that at least it was for good and that we all feel proud of him. So I know I do. And now we're with the Harfoots again and they're weeping because naturally big fucking giants friends are out here just burning their food and now they have no food after they just foraged and got all of those fruits it's just so rude like did you have to kill the apples did you have to burn the food could you have been present and shown shown up without having to burn their fruit it's just so vile and so unnecessary and uh, i mean obviously nothing good is going to come from these heifers I'm just going to say that. And and now we're back with Duding, Prince Duding and his wife. And they're having this conversation. And basically, you know, she's telling him, don't even bother being disowned. You can't let your old fart dad tell you what to do what you're gonna do what you need to do for your friend and you're gonna get into that cave no matter what it takes and then while they're having this conversation a little leaf falls down through the cracks of the mines and then we see the demon that we see in i believe it's the two towers in the lord of the rings is that not sauron is that just Aran, you know how they all have similar names of the demon from the depths of the caves. Is this the same cave? Is this the same cave where the wizard says, you shall not pass Gandalf? Oh my God, the wizard, please don't come for me. Don't, don't eat me alive, please. And finally, Adar claims the region claims the Shadowlands as his own and it's now named Adar 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 because I know how they say it with the accent with the Middle Earth accent which is a variety of accents 
Anyway, guys, that's all I have for you today. I mean, it was a quick one, but you know, all the all the ties, all the knots are, are being tightened, all the loose knots are being tightened, all the ends are being tightened. You know what I'm saying? You know where I'm going with this. And yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, we have one more episode left. Like, what else is there? What else is there for us to know? Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in with me today. If you have any questions, hit me up on hbxpod at gmail. If you want to find me on the socials, hit me up at Olavichola on TikTok. And hit me up on hbxpod on Instagram. And until next time, adios. Adios.